0: The Public News Service, Daily Newscast, February the 21st, 2023. I'm Mike Clifford. The American Academy of Pediatrics says about a third of American kids live in homes with a gun, and of these households, 43% contain at least one unlocked firearm.
1: In Jefferson County, school officials have voted to include secure firearm storage information in school's Student Behavior and Intervention Handbook, which will be distributed to parents. Volunteer with the Louisville chapter of Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America. Betty McKinty says it's important to normalize conversations about gun safety among families and adds that there are resources available for parents to ask about the presence of guns in the homes of their child's friends. What
2: about pets? What about allergies? And then you just ask, also, if you are a gun owner, you may say, we own guns and we have our guns secured. Do you own guns? If so, are they secured?
1: According to research from Everytown Research and Policy, more than 70% of school shooters acquired their firearm from the home of a parent or close relative. The Be Smart Gun Storage Program encourages parents and adults to secure all guns in their homes and vehicles, model responsible behavior around guns, ask about the presence of unsecured guns in other homes, recognize the role of guns in suicide, and tell peers to be smart. Nadia Ramlagan reports. Thing.
0: In an average year, nearly 800 folks in Kentucky die by guns. And in 2020, more than half of clinicians supervised abortions in the U.S. were done with a combination of two medications, one of which could be banned nationwide as early as Friday.
2: A Trump-appointed judge in Texas is set to decide a lawsuit brought by anti-abortion activists asking him to force a common abortion medication off the market in all 50 states. Approved 23 years ago by the Food and Drug Administration, the conservative group claims the drug mifepristone comes with medical risks. Smith College professor Carrie Baker says data shows the opposite. All the research shows that mifepristone is safe. Safer than Tylenol, way safer than Viagra. It really should be over-the-counter, but it's because of abortion politics that it is kept restricted. Speaking on the floor of the U.S. Senate last week, Oregon Senator Ron Wyden called on the federal government to ignore the Texas judge's ruling should it favor halting access to abortion pills. I'm Roz Brown.
0: This story produced with the original reporting from Carrie Baker for Ms. Magazine. An explosion tore through an Ohio Meadows plant Monday, scattering molten metal and debris that rained down on neighboring buildings and injuring at least 14 people, mostly with burns. That from Reuters. This is Public News Service. And lawmakers in the state of Maine are considering a bill to compensate farmers for the widespread use of state-sanctioned PFAS, The chemicals are a byproduct of sewage processing once used as fertilizer and have caused
3: irreversible damage to soil and water resources on at least 50 farms in the state. Heather Spalding of the Maine Organic Farmers and Gardeners Association says while struggling farmers deserve help, the bill may be getting ahead of a special state fund already set up to identify the extent of the problem.
2: We just really want to support this PFAS Fund Advisory Committee and let them do their work. They're working incredibly hard to figure out where the funds need to go. Spalding
3: says while the majority of farmland is not contaminated, hundreds of farms still require further
0: testing. I'm Katherine Carley reporting. Funds could start to reach farmers this summer. And a revamped website for the American with Disabilities Act has launched to make sure that the site is more accessible. Eric Teganoff explains
3: the Justice Department has updated ADA.gov to provide more straightforward information on the rights of people with disabilities. It also is more accessible for people with low vision who use screen readers to navigate the Internet, such as Heidi von Ravensburg with the University of Oregon's Center on Human Development. She says the use of heading tags helps the site, noting that a website without proper heading tags is like an elevator without buttons that stops on every floor.
2: If you're only going to the second or third floor, that may not be terribly inconvenient. But if you have to go to the 23rd floor, the 57th floor, the 83rd floor, you can see how you'd probably want to give up before dealing with that.
3: Von Ravensburg says the website used to be heavy on legal language, which included citations that are hard for someone with a screen reader to look through. The website includes guidance on a range of topics, from service animals to polling places.
0: Finally, our Daniel Smith lets us know a pandemic-era law that helps keep kids and families continuously covered is set to expire this spring.
1: More than 58% of kids in Arkansas rely on Medicaid or Our Kids, the health insurance program that provides coverage for thousands of children across the state. Loretta Alexander with Arkansas Advocates for Children and Families say the report shows Medicaid enrollment went up from 800,000 to more than 1.1 million people and 370,000 kids were covered. She says if the public health emergency ends, 400,000 people have been identified. Identified by a state agency that they may lose their coverage. In
2: Arkansas, our CHIP program is called A is a regular Medicaid and R-K-S-B is CHIP. And we had like 4,300 children that, are, that have been identified to potentially lose their coverage under
0: CHIP. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service, member and listener supported. There are some great radio stations, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at in publicnewsservice.org.